0: let's now talk about developing leadership skills developing leadership skills okay now um, when we talk about skills we are talking about competency this is what we refer to as the skills theory or the competency theory Uh, This theory states that a leader is known or a leader should be identified by the skill. It's not different from trade theories uh, and all these other theories that we look at. And so uh, this uh, skills theory uh, was not discussed or studied for a long time. The trait theory is the main theory that researchers and leadership uh, 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 writers and authors have studied for a very long time. The skills theory came as a study approximately 20 to 25 years ago. Is when uh, the researchers began considering skill as a key component in leadership. The reason why this happened is because the leadership discipline was not studied as as a as a, as a course or as a Uh, as a discipline in itself so it wasn't like communication or sciences leadership was just leadership no one really had taken time to study and understand leadership but then when the studies started showing up now the theories became even more and so today we're looking at these skills of of leadership and i want to give you the skills that you may have to develop as a leader as a person so that you're able to do things according uh, you know to your competency one thing to understand is that people will follow you based on your competency when they see you and they see you're competent in, in what you're doing then they will be confident that you are actually a great leader and so they, they will be obliged to follow you People look at you and they see the competencies and they can tell this person is competent to lead or they are not competent to lead But then there is also the other side where You take up a position to be a leader in that position, but you're not competent for it. For example, you become president uh, But you're not competent to be president or you get into politics, but you're not competent in politics And people will see and we have seen this um, in Kenya several times when people became members of Parliament and they were not competent to debate anything at the flow of Parliament because they were not uh, they didn't wait to be trained or to be taken through the ropes and some of these leaders ended up embarrassing themselves Uh, you know I can't I have never been to uh, I'm not in a position to be a politician and I know that if I become an MP or should I become an MP, I will take time. I will have to learn the ropes of parliament and, and the standing orders and all these things so that I'm able to be competent in what I'm doing. So first the question that you, we have to ask ourselves is, are you skilled enough to do the job that you're doing today? Are you skilled enough to be the leader of, uh, of that organization? Those are questions that we have to ask ourselves because we are in the leadership space or the leadership industry, uh, if we call it industry. And so people will look at you and they will determine whether they want to follow you or not, depending on the competencies that you show. If you're competent enough they will follow you if you're not competent then they will not follow you okay and and this happens quite a lot um, uh, or it happened a lot uh, when uh, the Queen died the British Queen died and everyone was looking at Charles and they were asking themselves is he competent enough to be king and some of the nations uh, the Commonwealth nations Uh, had already made a decision that once the queen uh, departs, they will also uh, leave the Commonwealth of Nations because they did not view Prince Charles as competent enough to lead them or to become king. Uh, I don't know whether that happened or they are still contemplating and I also don't know whether Charles has now increased his competency as king. Uh, We wait to see. Okay, Now, most of the activities of life uh, require us to have skills if we are to be successful and this applies to leadership. Skills are required for us to lead, for you to become competent. Uh, you have to have uh, what we call learned competencies. These are things that you can learn so that you are able to demonstrate that you can actually lead okay these are skills that can be acquired as we spoke uh, in another class we said leaders are born and leaders are made because no one becomes a leader unless they were born first we all arrive on this earth uh, through being born and so now that we are born we become leaders but we become leaders by acquiring skills that help us in every day if you are in the agricultural world for example and you want to be a leader in that world the skills required may be different uh, from someone who is in the sports industry the one who is in the sports industry must learn how sports work if someone is a basketball coach for example they need to have the basic skills to understand how the ball moves understand the laws of basketball if someone is a football coach or player the skills that they need are different from someone who is uh, in agriculture or someone who is in the corporate but there are three fundamental skills that everyone needs uh, uh, in any level of leadership there are many different leadership skills but there are three that are so fundamental and these are Considered as the bottom line or the foundation of leadership skills uh, Now we call them the they're called the group uh, of uh, they're often considered as groups of skills Okay, and they are grouped and these are the three fundamental skills that we'll be looking at today And so when we talk about developing your leadership skills, these are the skills that we'll be focusing on today so let's begin with um administrative skills Uh, this is a very key thing administrative skills and uh, so what I want to say is that whenever we hear or many people hear the word administration uh, the first thing that comes to most people's mind is paperwork you know trailing papers uh, filing and, and finding information of search papers and documents and all that. That's the first thing that comes to people's mind. When you hear the word, uh, I am an administrator, the first thing is, oh, okay, that's, you know, these are the things that come. So, administrative skills are not glamorous and they are not exciting and, and people don't really want to get into now those, uh, you know, into the administration side. In fact, when you speak about leadership most people don't think about administration they think about influence when you say i am doing a a study on leadership or i'm doing a degree or a diploma in leadership you cannot become a good president uh, if you don't understand how the economy flows and if you don't sit and look at the balance sheet and all these things okay so let's define administrative skills what are these things what are these things that i'm talking about what are these things that i'm saying are so important and so once we understand these things then we begin to see where we are going so number one thing that i want to say is administrative skills refer to those competencies a leader needs to run an organization in order to carry out the organization's purposes and goals number two abilities and competencies these are very key things to understand because once we get this then we are able to understand what we are talking about when we mention administration it is abilities and competencies that you as a leader possess not just for anything you possess these abilities and competencies so that you are able to effectively do two things manage and coordinate the operational aspects of an organization okay manage and coordinate and and these abilities and competencies is what we are talking today they it is that it is possible for you to improve on them it is possible for you to learn them it is possible for you to be able to go on and study about them, and increase them, increase your skills, abilities, and competencies, all right? Now, number three, these abilities, these things, these abilities and competencies, involves planning, organizing, decision-making, assigning the right tasks to the right people, and coordinating work activities. Alright, so why is administrative skills or the, the, uh, the acquiring of these skills important in leadership? Why are they important? Number one, they help you as a leader to navigate the complexities of managing people. Alright, the complexity, uh, complexities of three things. One, managing people Resources and processes within an organization. So, what I'm saying is, as I repeat, this skill, administrative skills, are important because they help you as a leader to navigate the complexities of one, managing people, two, managing the resources, and three, managing the processes within an organization. And these things are called complexities because it is complex to manage people, it is complex to manage resources, and it is complex to manage processes within an organization, which means you need to acquire administrative skills for you to do this. If you have worked in government, you understand what I mean when I talk about complexities, bureaucracies of everything has to be, you know, It's just a whole twist. And so you have to develop these things. Number two reason why administrative skills are so important is because they enable you as a leader to do several things. One, to set clear goals. When you are a good administrator, you're able to set clear goals. Then two, develop action plans. Number 3, they help you to allocate uh, resources efficiently so that you're able to ensure that the organization moves in the desired direction. Now, let me repeat again. Number 1, set clear goals. It enables you as a leader to set clear goals. Number 2, to develop action plans and 3, allocate resources efficiently that helps you to ensure that the organization moves in the desired direction. Now, one point to understand here is that these administrative, uh, administrative skills are not just applied within an organization. These are things that you can also apply in your own life. Okay? You become a good administrator of your life, a good administrator of your time, a good administrator of everything that you do, so you're able to set clear goals for your own life, you're able to develop action plans for your own life and be able to allocate resources efficiently in your own house. Okay? So they cut across all leadership. Then, the third important thing about these skills is that they help the leader organize and coordinate tasks. They help you to organize and coordinate tasks for you as a leader. These skills also help you to establish effective communication channels, okay, in your leadership. And number three, they help you to delegate responsibilities, okay. These skills, administrative skills, you are able to organize and coordinate the tasks that are ahead of you. You establish uh, communication uh, channels, they are open for you and you're able to delegate responsibilities. These are three key things for leader, for leaders. You must be able to have uh, to coordinate tasks that you have given other people. You must also be able to uh, establish effective communication channels where people uh, are able to communicate to you and you're able to communicate to them. And number three, you must be able to delegate responsibilities. Okay, for you to have this and for you to be able to to do this, you've got to develop administrative skills. Number four, we're number four now, why administrative skills are important in leadership. Why do you need these skills as a leader? You need them because of uh, you're able now to begin to have uh, to manage your time administrative skills help you to begin to manage your time time management is an administrative skill in leadership in fact some people look at leaders who don't keep time and they don't they don't seem serious it is so important to keep time especially if you're a leader so that you're setting an an example to other people now other than that this skill Uh, this administrative skill of time management will help you to prioritize tasks, will help you to meet deadlines, okay. It will help you to prioritize tasks, meaning you'll be able to know which task comes first and which one do I need to do first. It will help you to prioritize your tasks. Number two, it will help you to meet deadlines. This administrative skill of time management will help you to meet deadlines, okay. And number three it will optimize your productivity your productivity it will optimize your productivity okay so it will help you to make sure that all important activities are done and and this is one of the key things uh, that i would like to encourage you as a class to begin to have to begin to develop time management where you're able to manage your time and to prioritize tasks so that you're able to meet deadlines and you're able to meet all deadlines at the time that they're supposed to be met this helps you to optimize your productivity you know so that you're not always asking me to to prolong assignments and to you know to increase the time the deadlines uh, this is an administrative skill it's a leadership skill and i don't want to see <clears throat> my students not being able to practice these skills and they are here to learn about leadership. Okay? (laughs) Uh, So it's important for us to always work harder, increase our productivity, meet deadlines, do things that need to be done because we are leaders. It is expected of us. Uh, To be a leader is a heavy burden because things are expected of you that are not expected of other people now let's now look at people let's look at uh, the the first aspect of administrative skill the first main aspect of administrative skill is people management so you write them you write there managing people this is now your administration in practice okay managing people First thing to understand is that if you want to be an effective leader you must connect with people and understand the tasks that are supposed to be done so when you are talking about managing people first things first connect with people understand the tasks that need to be done have the skills required or understand the skills required To perform those tasks okay and also understand the environment in which people work let me repeat that for you to be an effective leader and you want to lead people and you want to manage people uh, the task or the 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 skill of administration uh, says this number one you must connect with people you must understand the tasks that are supposed to be done by these people okay number three you must know the skills that are required to do these tasks or to perform these tasks as a leader so that you don't give the wrong people the right tasks or you don't give the right tasks to the wrong people okay and the last thing that you have to do is to understand the environment in which people are working It's always key to give the right tasks to the right people. As a leader, you must also be motivational. You're able to motivate your people to do their best. You must be able to promote satisfying relationships. Be able to become a motivator. Become, uh, you know, we were talking about confidence, uh, I think, in one of the classes. Uh, exude confidence when you're with your people find time to deal uh, with urgent matters among your people and then begin to uh, communicate effectively okay so even as you manage people there are several things uh, that, that i'm mentioning that I'm saying and you keep writing them because these things are key and they're important. Uh, when, you have ad, when you have strong administration skills, you'll begin to understand the importance of managing people and, and this involves some of the things that I've mentioned and uh, things like recruiting and selecting the right individuals for specific roles. In other words, someone said uh, sometime, uh, I think it's a, it's a book I was reading. And this person said that being a leader is knowing the right bus then taking people into this right bus and putting everyone on the right seat you're not just putting people on seats you're putting everyone on the right seat where they're supposed to be at that is leadership so you're not just driving this bus you're not just bringing people to this bus you've got to know everything as a leader and do the right thing the other thing that you have to do is you must provide guidance to people support and mentor them as a leader you are the one who is expected to provide guidance to support the people and mentor them when people come to you as a leader they are coming for your guidance they are not coming for you to start asking them what you think they should do They are coming to you so that you can become their guide. Okay. The other thing that you have to do under administration and managing people is that you have to set clear expectations and goals for individuals and teams. You must set clear expectations and goals for individuals and teams. Which now says, or which means, you must see the end before you begin as the leader. You must know how a particular goal or a particular task will end before you even assign it to anyone. Then you must know how to delegate tasks to the specific people and the right people, tasks and responsibilities. So you must assign these tasks based on the employee's strengths and development areas. When you say strengths, we are talking about the, what you already know they can do. When you talk about development areas, we are talking about areas of growth. Areas that they are not very comfortable with, but they can grow in those areas. They can develop in those areas. Okay. So you've got to become the motivator, you've got to become the inspirer, you've got to become the uh, the motivational speaker of, of the people that you are leading. Number two, managing resources and administrative skills. Managing resources. So you will be expected or you're required to spend a significant amount of your time addressing resources. If you're not at that point already in your leadership, it is coming where you'll be required to spend a significant amount of time addressing resources. Okay? When we talk about resources, we are talking about money, we are talking about uh, uh, utilities, we are talking about uh, portions of land or or equipment that belongs to the organization we're talking about anything that can be of value or that can be placed a value can be placed on in the organization okay so this this is the lifeblood of an organization the reason why we are in business the reason why we are doing these things uh, we are starting companies is because of resources and so you will be put in charge of money in charge of supplies, in charge of equipment, in charge of space, or anything that is needed to operate uh, uh, an organization, okay? So you have to be uh, competent as a leader in both obtaining and allocating resources, obtaining and allocating uh, resources. Okay, and let me break that down uh, so that we are able to understand. Let me break the whole thing down. So, there are several things that in managing resources may be required of you as uh, as, a, as a as a as a leader, as an administrator. Okay? This is this means that you must efficiently utilize and optimize the organizational resources. Okay, let me tell you a story. This time we were doing, I was doing some consultancy for a church and this church wanted to do uh, live broadcasts of their services. And I realized that they, they wanted to buy a few things uh, like laptops and sound cards and what so they are able to go live. But then before we did that, I asked them to show me the budget or the financial records that they, of how much money they had allocated to that specific, uh, uh, you know, project. When we looked at the project, they had specifically spent uh, in the last, like one year, over 700,000 shillings. And so I looked at them and I said, why do you want to do this thing? It, it's not making sense because you've been putting money and putting money and putting money and it still has not worked. And the owner or the, or the pastor or the, the, the leader of the church was suggesting to the board that they buy a new computer that was going, that was worth 250,000. And I told them, from my own perspective, you should not buy anything else, and in fact, they should abandon that project at that moment until they recreate something new. because 700,000 is already lost and they want to spend more money. To me, they were not thinking ahead. They were not good managers of the resources that God had given them. And they needed to rethink the whole thing. And so I took them through a training of asking questions. What did we do with this? Why did we do this? Who, why is it that we are starting this thing and we can't see the end? And eventually they did buy. They didn't commit any more money until one year. They had gone through the whole thing for another year and they were able now to start their live streaming. So resources are key. The number one resource is financial resources. These are so important. Uh, This is budgeting. This is allocating funds. This is uh, managing expenses and and debt management. When you're given this, it's a a whole, uh, uh, you know, entire an entire thing that you're supposed to take care of so this is one of the resources financial resources you're expected as a leader to manage this resource number two is physical resources physical resources this is uh, managing equipment facilities infrastructure you know and if you're in a church the keyboard and the drums and And everything that that is in church if in the organization we are talking about desks and books and what okay the third kind of resource is technological resource technological resource and this has to do with uh, uh, ensuring the availability and effective use of technology okay like internet laptops computers phones Uh, The other resource is information resources. Information resource. This is uh, data management, uh, information systems, and knowledge sharing. Okay, Knowledge sharing is a key resource in organizations. And if you have ever gotten to an organization as a new staff, and you found people don't want to share knowledge, then you understand what I'm talking about. It is so important. The other resource is human resource, okay? This is optimizing workforce allocation, uh, skills utilization, capacity planning, human resource, okay? The the other thing is time resource. Time is a resource. Uh, This is tasks, priority of tasks, uh, managing schedules and maximizing productivity, okay? And there's a book I had proposed to you some time back that is called The Pomodoro Technique. Buy that book. It will help you to optimize your productivity. Okay. And the last resource that we can look at is environmental resource. This is uh, uh, sustainability or responsible resource usage. You are responsible for the environment that you are in. Alright, then number three, uh, showing technical competence. uh, Under administrative skills in practice, this is showing technical competence. Alright, so this involves, uh, you can write this one down, having specialized knowledge about the work we do or ask others to do technical competence having specialized knowledge about the work we do or ask others to do. You as a leader are expected to possess a certain level of technical competence that is relevant to your field or industry. If you come and say you are a leadership expert there is an expectation that you have a certain level of competence technical competence it is that critical so it involves or includes one understanding the technical aspects and operations of the organization number 2 uh, administrative uh, you know skill on technical competence involves Uh, Staying updated with trends in the industry. Trends. Things that are coming up in your industry. Best practices or technical advancements. This means uh, you are staying updated with trends in the industry. Your personal, your own industry. Uh, Or best practices and technological advancements. Okay? Number three, it involves applying technical knowledge to solve problems and make informed decisions. So these three skills managing people, managing resources, and uh, uh, technical skills are so, uh, technical competence are so key that they're the foundation of leadership. If you have these three, you have you're on your way uh, you're on your way to becoming a great leader. But this is how organizations work, and this is the kind of people that organizations are looking for. First things first, administration. All right.